The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ask the Landlord with your favorite landlord, Albert Zweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. All right, Albert, today is going to be a little bit different this episode. Um, There's a lot of terms in the rental world in New York City. A lot of big terms. Some I know because I've rented before, but I don't know all of them. And I just want you to define them and we can talk about them. And so let's just jump right in. The first term is, can you explain what is a guarantor? That's a good question. And I know these these terms are like, it's like a different language sometimes. Um, and that's what it is. You know, it's it's a discourse like uh, leasing an apartment or, uh, you know, dealing with real estate. It's something that you're like, oh, it's, it's not something people do every day. And there's terms that get thrown around. And uh, it's helpful to know what they mean. So... A guarantor is someone who who guarantees uh, payment of uh, of an obligation, like simply, right? So, um, usually, when there's a loan or a contract uh, where you need someone to fulfill on the promise they made, they're looking for, oh, who's the person that's signing it? Who's the guarant- Who's guaranteeing these payments? Right. So in the, when you're leasing an apartment, um, usually the requirements are you have to have a certain credit score and you have to be earning a certain amount of money and there might be other requirements, but those are the two that typically come up. Uh, and then, um, so then if you're, if those criteria are met where you're a passable candidate, then you're the guarantor of the payments, right? Um, but, you know, let's say, you know, you're you're coming, you're moving from out of the country and, you know, you don't have a credit score that's like in the United States or, um, you know, you, 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 this is your first job, right? And you don't have credit. So maybe you need someone to be a guarantor with you. Right, someone that has uh, like a parent or guardian or whatever that can also sign on on your lease with you. So that would be a guarantor, a co-guarantor. Um, Does the guarantor have to be a relative if it's no. not yourself? It could be anyone, anyone that's willing to take on the obligation. Wow! That you, obviously, interesting. There are also services today um, where you can actually buy insurance um, where, you know, a company can be the guarantor. How long has that been around that an outside company? A few years. A few so years. It's recent. So it's recent. Wow. Recent. Interesting. It's like insurance. So one way would be like, let's say your rent is $2,000. These companies almost have like an insurance premium that you pay so that they insure you paying the rent. Wow. Do you see those as success, being successful in the future? 
as lasting? Are they going to last? What do you think? Yeah, we've we've used them successfully. Wow. Those those services so far, and they and the problem is that you know they don't they don't take everybody. <laughs> Um, so, you know, very often you need a guarantor too. Um, but, uh, it's another option that certainly widens the opportunities for people to uh, be able to afford. Uh, wow. so that's what a guarantor is. Someone who, um, someone who guarantees the payment of an obligation, uh, secure, secures that, or, you know, uh, uh, make sure that a promise is fulfilled. And then in the context of renting, usually it's, um, if a person themselves who's renting can't uh, pass uh, the credit or whatever that the landlord has, then you know they might need an additional uh, person to sign on to the lease uh, financially. So that's where that comes in. All right, I have a curveball question. So right, well, let's say I'm I'm renting an apartment. I do I did really well. I don't need a guarantor. Boom! I lost my job. Do I have to? And I, I, let's say I have some savings. Do I need to then get a guarantor for a renewal? After the leases? Oh, um, not usually. No. Not All usually. Because right. it, usually it's the, what happens is, good question. What happens is, let's say you paid your rent the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the landlord really wouldn't, they would use your past history as an indication of, you know, how you're doing in the future. Right. Um, obviously, things happen, but. Of course. Uh, not 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 usual that the landlord would require that uh, uh, again on the renewal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've seen this term a little bit currently, and I think it's been around, but I really don't really I don't really know what it is. What does net effective rent mean? Net effective rent. So, um, it's good. Let's say uh, a rent is being advertised for. Um, Two thousand dollars, okay. But the landlord decides to, in order, and let's say you know, let's say it's a, at a slow time or a, a bad season, and the landlord wants to um, offer an incentive, um, a one-time thing. Um, so maybe they give you one month's. It comes with one month free. Let's say, right? Okay. So then you you say okay. So then so then your rent. Your gross rent is two thousand a month. Okay. How many right? are we talking? Twelve months. Yeah, let's say twelve months. Okay. Right? So then, but but you're getting one month free. Okay. So, so your net months? effective rent is. Oh, it could be that way. Let's just do it on eleven months because it's easier to do <laughs> okay. for a second. Twelve to eleven. Got it. Two thousand dollars times times twelve is twenty four, right? Right. And times yeah. eleven is twenty two thousand. Okay. So really, so if I said to you sign a one year lease will give you one month free out of the 12 right so you're only paying for 11 months right so your net effective rent would be 20 you're only paying 22,000 right 2000 times 11 right but you would divide that by 12 so right. your net effective rent is 1833 so would the landlord advertise the rent as 2000 a month or as 18 and change some sometimes they they would advertise it as the 18 and change because that that would be uh, like a promotional price to advertise. That would be a net effective rent. So you tell, so someone says, oh, your rent is 2000 but, um, you know, it's only going to be for 11 months. So, you know, 
but so there's and then what happens is oh do i pay your answer is do i pay like 1833 a month instead of the 2000 since i'm getting a month free or do i pay 2000 for 11 months i mean right. that would be an arrangement you have with your uh, landlord right six of one half a dozen of the other as my mom says yeah 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 and then when you get to sometimes landlords say you know what i'm gonna you do a 12 month lease and i'll give you the 13 month for free uh, you know, things like that. So yeah, that's, that's nice true. But again, you could just do the math and, and take it off the um, gross rent. So the gross rent in this example is 2000. And then, you know, you, you would deduct it and then say, Oh, look, I, I, it says 2000, but I got a month free. So I'm really paying, you know, whatever this, this amount, 1833 is my net effective rent. Right. So during the past two years when, you know, the market was crazy, because of the C word, um, there I was seeing things advertised as like three months rent free, and right, it was all. What was what was like the craziest thing you offered or saw in terms of net effective? Yeah, I mean, people gave up to thirty percent discounts. I mean, you know, to keep places uh, right. full or uh, whatever incentive they had to do to get some cash flow, uh, or you know, renters, you know, were just having a hard time and they needed help. So, you know, whatever, it was just a survival of uh, survival mode and people working together to get through a very difficult uh, time. Yeah. And we, we, we survived. So, okay. Are there any other um, incentives? Like do they, is there a situation where a landlord will offer free water or free gas or is that, or is always just the rent? Yeah. I mean, you could, a landlord could offer uh, utilities to be included, um, what about a monthly you know, flower? Sometimes build, monthly flowers. Flowers. Buildings have buildings have uh, sometimes some amenities that landlords sometimes charge extra for. Those can be included or not. Uh, some buildings have gyms and you know business centers and lounges and you know those things are places where uh, landlords can offer those as a, a allowing te- uh, residents to use those as incentives. Okay. Um, that's going to last forever that it it will always exist just like being what able mean? like landlords offering some sort of incentive hopefully that will always no. exist no 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 it doesn't happen now i mean oh. demand is very high and there's no incentives you know i'm making a so, sad face for all those listening <laughs> no but it doesn't matter it's you're just asking me what a word means right right so Will the word exist? Yes, the word will exist. And will will there be a math calculation to find out how much rent you're paying? Always, yes. Of course. Those will always be there. Will 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 the amount that landlords offer or that tenants are willing to pay fluctuate? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. That will always be there. Always. All right. And let's do one more term. Um, what is a sublease or subletting an apartment? Like what does that mean? So subleasing, obviously, you're usually you are leasing the apartment from the landlord or owner of the building so that you have a lease, right? Then let's say that you wanted to lease your apartment to something else, somebody else, that would be, that's called a sublease, right? Um, usually you have to get the landlord's permission to sublease your apartment. What happens if I don't? Uh, it's usually a, a problem with your lease um and you most leases don't allow for the sublease without um the landlord's permission obviously people do it if there's no if there's no problem it's no problem but um 
usually, you know, people in these days, you know, there's all kinds of laws, laws with short-term rentals and things like that that you have to be very uh, aware of. Um, um, so most leases have restrictions on subleasing without the approval of the landlord. So uh, you could think about it. The landlord contracted with you, right, Melissa, let's say, to rent the apartment. Again, let's say for $2,000. So the landlord did the work and you did the work to say, look, I want to rent this apartment. I want to rent this apartment for this long. Now, I understand things change, but that's fine. And and the landlord went to check your background, your ability to pay, who you are, et cetera. And then all of a sudden, you decided without telling the landlord to, to put someone else in and like, you know, but the, that might be fine if you tell the landlord, hey, I'm going to put this person in. Here's their requirements. Who's who they are? Okay. You know, the landlord, that might work. But um you have to give the land. I mean, it's you know the landlord wants to make sure they're getting paid, but ultimately also, who's responsible to the landlord? You are, right? As a renter. So if you find someone that doesn't pay you, and then you can't pay the landlord because of that, that's your problem, and the landlord's problem. What is does this fall under the category of? Let's say I have a year long lease. I need. I got a new job. I, there are three months left on the lease. And instead of subletting for those three months, I find a person, I want them to take over my lease. Would it be a sublet? That's a sublet. It would just be a sublet and then they would- That's a sublet or or you tell the landlord, I, I have someone that wants to take over you know, the remaining obligation of the lease. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do that. But again, with the landlord's permission. Right. No, of course. Is that is that an option? Sure. So that's a good way to sure. get out of your lease if you take that responsibility. Find someone else is is a very uh, find a qualified renter to take over. Absolutely, that's, that's making an offer. I mean, as long as it, again it's okay with the landlord, that's an offer. Right, that's, that's making right. a good offer. That's right. So su- subletting is pretty common, right? I remember the term was very common back in back in my day. <laughs> yeah, very much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yes. Thank you so much, Albert. That was really good. I, I know future episodes will definitely have more terms that come up and maybe we'll form a glossary or an index of all these rental and real estate terms that are specific to New York, but also nationwide, right? Because it's good for people to understand what those are about. So Absolutely. Just give you all the options. Thank you so much, right. Albert. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at Ask the Landlord and check out his TikTok at Ask the Landlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.